Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. Hi, sisters. I did it. Welcome back to What's On Your Feed. I'm Rose Confetti. I'm on Gadigal Land. And I am none other than Henny Soy on Wajak Noongar Land. This is the podcast where we dissect what we're seeing on our feeds, what's on our algorithm, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, whatever it is. If it's weird, we're going to talk about it. And if you're wondering, Henny, why do you not have the dulcet tones you usually do? It's because <laughs> I've got COVID. <laughs> no. Rose and I are truly a tag team. Rose had it a yes. few weeks ago and then... Um, the way that COVID travels, you know, I caught it through, through, the airways. through you know, <laughs> multiple states away, through the airways. <laughs> I packaged it up and posted it to your door. Oh, I'm so glad it was a very prompt delivery. <laughs> and up on today's show, Rose, you've got a bone to pick with Lizzo. Oh, let me fight her. No, I'm kidding. Please don't. <laughs> We are visiting Immortal Talk and if you listened a few episodes ago, we mentioned that we found this side of TikTok where people claim to be immortal. So Rose <laughs> has gone back in yes. and seen what the girlies are doing, seen what the vampires are up to. Can't wait to hear about that. Where do we start on this big topic I've got up first though? Rose, do you know what a crunchy mom is? <laughs> the only reason I know what a crunchy mum is, is from parody accounts, parodying crunchy mums. From my understanding, and feel free to correct me, sure. they're kind of like the equivalent of, they're giving me homeschooling vibes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and a- my child is a, only eats raw vegetables vibe. Pretty much, and then a bit of bone broth as well. It's There's a level of severity on how crunchy a crunchy mom is. So it does start off with being pretty low-level harmless, like you buy only organic food, you avoid plastic, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. do stuff like Montessori, which for those who don't know is kind of meant to be self-directed by the child and what they learn is quite hands-on. And those sort of things I think kind of present themselves as a bit of a left-wing kind of vibe, would you say, Mm. politically? Yeah, for sure. They're very like what older generations would call snowflake parenting. (laughs) Yes, you're completely (laughs) right. There's It it gets mixed into what's called gentle parenting as well. I don't know why because I'm not a parent, but I get inundated with parenting videos on my TikTok. <laughs> I actually do as well. I specifically get that woman who lets her kids cook in a tiny kitchen <laughs> with an open flame. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yes, about? I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but for some reason, Crunchy Moms have really, really got me in a chokehold, and there's so many videos <laughs> on them. Now, there's a, you've mentioned a parody account uh, where this woman, who I feel like she's got a good background within the crunchy mom community because she makes these hilarious videos making fun of crunchy moms like she'll have these fake conversations with herself as if it's another Mm. person there being like thanks for coming over ew 
Are you wearing linen and wool together right now? Yeah, why? Seriously? Don't you know the frequency of those fabrics cancel each other out and negate any of the benefits of healing when they're worn together? <laughs> All this kind of stuff, it's great. But there's one TikTok user called Laura. She has two accounts. One's called I'm Leveling Up and then the other one is called X Crunchy Mom. And she, as the second name might give away, is a was previously a crunchy mom but has now left that part of her life behind and oh, she loved that that when she was a crunchy mom and we're saying mom because they're all american mm. it was like being in a cult she says she's been sharing some really alarming stories about what's pushed her away from being a crunchy mom so she says that she was crunchy for about five years and during that time she became severely depressed but in the community oh. if you take any sort of medication you are excommunicated you should not be doing anything with modern medicine as I said there's levels of how severe people get with crunchiness but she was pretty severe at the time another thing that some do and I feel like this is veering on getting up there in severity is that a lot of them are anti-toothpaste so they will use either like straight up bicarb soda on their teeth oh that's so bad soap like bars (gasps) of soap guys and another one is sunscreen some of them are anti-sunscreen uh, for mm. some bizarre reason i've seen one crunchy creator say that because she's vegan she doesn't need sunscreen let me tell you babes this little pale vegan over here needs sunscreen. <laughs> so as i've been saying this crunchy mom crunchy parenting is on a level of severity so the way i see it is yeah it starts off with the organic stuff and maybe midway through is when you start looking yeah. at alternative things like you know the different toothpaste not using sunscreen but Laura has opened my eyes and she's been doing a series where she highlights some red flags from the crunchy community. This is my anecdotal experience of personal red flags that I ignored. They all voted for Trump too. And they were so gun crazy that at one birthday party, my three-year-old opened the shower door and found a gun. They were so fearful of the government that it felt to me like the rules didn't apply to them. Like one day my friend called me and told me that the night before she had driven drunk with her three children in the car. It seemed like she had no remorse. When I told one of my friends that I was thinking about vaccinating my kids, she blocked me on all platforms. I never spoke to her again. One day I was told to watch a room full of children with no background check. There was the transphobia. There's too much for one video. The way that the spiral has gone so far deep from what I would have deemed like mums that are moms that are so progressive Mm -hmm. in that they're doing the environmentally friendly stuff but then shooting so far back the opposite direction where you're denying science even though you were doing things that were good for the planet to start with, that's stupid. Going so far down the anti-science and then anti-government is just like what a swing I did not see that coming it goes from being pretty what we spoke about before far left or just left-leaning to supporting Trump being transphobic to being pro-gun the fact that she said that her three-year-old found a gun at a party what 
I don't think that's very crunchy. Laura is doing a great job at educating Mm. the public who don't know about crunchy parenting and its potential dangers because she was lured in in a very what sounds like a safe way, like she was just making friends at her yoga studio. And then it progressed into her not even wanting to take her kids to a pool or water parts because she was scared of chlorine and plastic from um, slip and slides. And it's got to come from a place of that mum guilt, right? Like Mm. no matter what kind of almost group you come from or whatever type of parenting you assign yourself to, so many of them have an attached level of guilt and a way that you should be parenting and I can't even when you're vulnerable and you're just trying to let your kids make friends, you're just trying to learn more about parenting and you're like, oh, cool, this is a community that are trying to look after the kids the best they can. I can so see. It's easy to look from the outside, I guess, and be like, whoa, it's gone so far. But I can imagine it feels very incremental when you're a part of what's going on. And a lot of the propaganda is spread through Facebook and Mm. we know how dangerous Facebook can be for spreading false information. Rose, lighten me up. Tell me why you've got beef with Lizzo, please. (laughs) Lizzo, first of all, I know you're listening, girl. I love you. I have no issues with you. I adore you. (laughs) What I do have an issue with is that I spent hundreds of dollars on Yiddy, her shapewear line, and it never arrived. So, oh my god. Let me tell you. So basically in the kind of plus size fashion world and even just in the kind of lingerie world, there's Skims, which is Kim Kardashian's mm. shapewear brand, mm. and they've really interested me in a, for a while, but I wasn't totally sold on buying into Kim's brand. But then when Lizzo brought out Yiddy, I was like, yes, okay, all right, I'm on board because they came in pretty colours. I bought – so basically there's things like the shapewear, which are things like shorts that kind of cinch you in a little bit. They're nice and firm, shorts for underdresses, then some bras, bodysuits, all that kind of stuff. So I bought a whole bunch of things and I was optimistically waiting for my package. (laughs) Looking and, out the window. Oh, so excited. Waiting for the post person oh, to waiting come. Waiting for the confirmation. Waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting. Honestly, waited weeks. And then I saw a creator that I follow, Katie Parrott, and she's a plus-size influencer and a fashion blogger. She's really, really cool. She had ordered a bunch and she posted some stories about how her orders were cancelled without her <laughs> being told. Oh, And she'd spent a lot of money too. Like she'd spent even more because, I mean, it's her job, right? She reviews clothes. Oh, also I should add it's very hard to find bras in any plus sizes, right? Like it's really hard Mm. to get. So Yiddy represented like a beacon of hope (laughs) for a Mm. lot of people. For me it was probably more about comfort, but, again, the sizing was a huge factor. It's stuff that you literally can't get anywhere else. Anyway. So I decided to check my order recently after holding out less and less hope as the days went on and my order was cancelled too. Why? So I paid for it and then it got cancelled and then I guess the money was just never taken out of my account. Fabletics is the company that Yiddy sits under. Uh So it's actually just a collaboration called Yiddy. It's run through Fabletics. When you go into the Fabletics website, it does ship to Australia. It says it does ship to Australia. And I've been watching so many Yiddy reviews on TikTok, I get served all of them. I have not seen a single 
Australian review. I wonder why that is. Did they give any explanation? I've commented on Instagram posts because they seem to be responsive. No one's ever responded to me. Lizzo, what have you got against Australia? Come on tour and give me the give me the clothes at the same time. You can drop them off at the house. But what I ended up doing, fully influenced by TikTok, was I did buy skims. And if you're listening out there and you want some comfy bras, let me tell you, skims is where it's at. Oh my god, what a game changer! Wow, Kimberly. They are so soft. I can't even begin to describe it. They're about $60 a piece, which obviously is quite expensive, but also not out of the ordinary for bras. Yeah. Soft, no underwire, really good size range. It's actually available at David Jones if you're in Australia. That's my uh, consolation prize mm. for not having gotten the Yiddy. Oh, wow. Well, maybe I need to go check it out. This is not an ad, by the way, but. I wish. Can you imagine getting a cut of the Kardashian? <laughs> I don't think she needs the If you do want to sponsor me, I'm your girl. And Lizzo, we're happy to chat. Let's resolve this, Lizzo. To start this next segment off, Henny, I have a quote to jog mm-hmm. your memory about something very near and dear to our hearts. So before you start complaining that another old person has joined TikTok, I have a question for you. If you could ask somebody born in, I don't know, 1844, any question, what would it be? No reason, just curious. And that quote is from someone called Rose the Victorian. Oh, it's flooding back to me now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, about August, about August last year. Henny Soy and myself wrote an article for Henny's website magazine, 6000, we'll link it down below, about Immortal Talk. And this was one of the first times we'd ever done a deep dive on TikTok and done a bit of an analysis about it. Immortal Talk is a part of TikTok where people claim <laughs> to be immortal, just casually, that they do not die, that they live forever and they have been alive for a really, really long time. Vampires vampires so there's two main accounts that play into immortal talk we've got rose the victorian who claims to be born in 1844 and no relation to this no although it always gets confusing (laughs) and ask a vampire aka verity who was born in 1593 allegedly and naturally they both know each other what are some of the few i guess characteristics of immortal talk that you remember they claim that being immortal is a genetic defect oh yeah I forgot about that and you can see an immortal doctor there's doctors that's that like are in the know and they'll like not out you they really studied hard like the twilight movies they reckon there's you know vampires (laughs) living everywhere although they do say that if they eat meat it causes them to age Yes, so, so they're we, all vegan. Yes, well, I think we claimed they're vegan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Henny, after last week when we were talking about witch talk and I suddenly remembered Immortal Talk's existence, I thought I would jump back in and see what they're up to. Honestly, I wasn't expecting to find anything. I thought they were gone. Nothing's popped up on my feed. Well, I have updates. So <gasps> on the oh 23rd. Gosh of December 2021, Verity said she has been acting. <gasps> she came out. <laughs> she, she came out as not 
out. <laughs> I was, oh, I like <laughs> screamed. So Verity on that day said that she was acting. For context, we talked about Immortal Talk in August and we had noted that Verity and Rose the Victorian had both been posting videos since April or May that same year. So they probably got, she got about, I don't know, six months out of the Immortal thing. Why am I actually doing I was so sad because we had this whole thing when we were talking about it together offline and one of the reasons why we wanted to start the podcast was because we were like, do these people genuinely believe that they're immortal or do, are they pretending for fun? And the answer is she was pretending for fun. So at my expense. At our expense. And these videos were so in-depth because so she says she's the daughter of really big history nerds. She's studying English at uni. She just really, really loves history. It turns out that she is a witch. Um, (laughs) All is not lost. At uni, she was trying to start a club for her fellow witches and she had some conflict with the other girls. And the other girls went onto TikTok and found her videos and started telling people that she genuinely believed that she was immortal. Aww. Which is sad because people Way loved to ruin her. the fucking fun. Truly. And, like, when she made this video, a lot of people in the comments were saying that they really enjoyed her videos and they wished she would keep going. Granted, she said she's at uni um, and she needs to study so she probably won't make that many more but it did really rain on the parade you know like yeah we all knew she wasn't immortal but it was fun not knowing (laughs) if she believed that she was immortal it is also really funny to me that these girls in the witch club were making fun of her for believing she was immortal (laughs) like I just don't think that's fair like I just think you should be open to everything you know oh my god witches why you gotta be so mean truly and then I was like but what about Rose the Victorian? Yeah, Rose, since you claimed you met Verity <laughs> back in like the 1800s. Her account, gone. <gasps> oh. So Rose the Victorian is gone. It was alluded to in other videos of Verity's that maybe Rose admitted the truth and then deleted her videos. We're not sure. But Henny, how do you feel about that being the end of the Immortal Talk saga? I'm a bit gutted to be honest. I like looking even back at this article, it was so fun. I've got another theory. Yeah. What if they are immortal and they've just got to cover their tracks? Thanks for listening to this episode of What's on Your Feed. As always, we loved having you. Thanks for keeping us company. You can find us over on What's on Your Feed Pod on Instagram. We'll be dropping all of the pics, all of the links all of the tiktoks on that account um and you can always dm us weird stuff you're seeing on your feed Mm. don't forget to give us a five star review so we can spread the goodness of social media because (laughs) i feel like we make it a less toxic place i like to think so i like to think so and maybe just a little bit more self-aware there you go (laughs) there you go share it with a friend even if you have friends you send TikToks to? Surprise them. Send them this pod instead. I love that idea. We'll chat to you next time. Bye. Bye.